Proverbs chapter 5, verses 15 through 23. Drink water from your own cisterns, flowing water from your own well. Should your spring be scattered abroad, streams of water in the streets? Let them be for yourself alone and not for strangers with you. Let your fountain be blessed. Rejoice in the wife of your youth, a lovely deer, a graceful doe. Let her breast fill you at all times with delight. Be intoxicated always in her love. Why should you be intoxicated, my son, with a forbidden woman and embrace the bosom of an adulteress? For a man's ways are before the eyes of the Lord, and he ponders all of his paths, and the iniquity of the wicked will ensnare him. He is held fast in the cords of his sin. He dies for lack of discipline and becomes, and, and because of his great folly, he is led astray. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Joined by the immaculate Thomas Nelson. Immaculate. Wow. Immaculate. That's, yeah. Can only you go know, downhill from here. Thomas, I used to have this podcasting round table and a desk in here. Yeah. What happened? The desk is gone. It didn't make sense. Like I didn't need a desk because I would always just sit at this table and work. Mm. So now we got a little more room in here. Yeah. The light is like centered in the room. It's like, you know, I got to hang some paintings. But uh, welcome welcome to the new and improved room. Dude, thank you. And uh, and today is a good day. We're continuing on through the book of Proverbs. And uh, today we're in chapter five. Uh, and we're kind of midway through this passage that is talking some about the woman of adultery, who is kind of the dramatic foil of Lady Wisdom. And um, today's passage, it, it starts interesting. You know, it's kind of still this fatherly discourse. And um, it starts with this really interesting bit of wisdom that we'll see throughout uh, the book of Proverbs, which is to, you know, basically don't rely, don't get tangled up in relying on other people's provision, but to kind of have this like simple, like drink water from your own well lifestyle. I think you can misread this as this very like good neighbors build fences and mind their own business and like live stingy lives and aren't generous. That's not at all what the the author is saying. So we have that. And then we have some more uh, talk about, about romance and adultery and marriage. So Tommy, what do you see going on in this passage? Yeah, I, I see this as like, not super allegorical and much more like, uh, hey, there is something to be said for um, the sacredness of the intimacy between a man and a woman in scripture. And it's in a good, you know, you look in the New Testament and you're like, oh, it's a big picture. It's a picture of, of Christ in the church. It's like this beautiful thing. And we live in such a hyper sexualized age that if it's ever been, if there's ever been an apex of difficulty in, um, in being monogamous, I mean, now's the time. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just, uh, I was, I've already told you this, but I was getting my teeth cleaned earlier today mm. and, uh, and Very responsible the, of you. thank you. <laughs> I won't tell you the last time I went, <laughs> um, but, uh, but when I was in there, the, the lady, there was country music playing, the hygienist was from New York, and I said, "You like country music?" And she went to tell me her story some, and uh, and she said, "But let me tell you what, there's some music out there that um, that my kids listen to, and it is it is 
just so bad. I don't even think my kids understand how bad how bad it is. Mm. And she's talking about some some songs that really sure. glorify yeah. this idea of why be a one woman man or a one man woman? Like why why do that? And so I just think there's something beautiful here about like there's this picture within the picture, not just don't don't be sexually immoral, but there's this other picture in there of man, it is beautiful to grow old with someone. Mm-hmm. It is beautiful to go through the seasons of life with someone. Amen. And that there's a picture of Christian friendship in there. There's a picture of, of how the Lord walks with us throughout our lives and we're, yeah. we're to walk with him. I think there's something really, really attractive about the security of, man, through thick and thin, I want to delight in you. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It's just a great, it's a fearful warning as this goes on, but it's also like the positive side is really amazing. Yeah, yeah. You know, Andy Squires, he's like a songwriter and uh, author, yeah. kind of essayist, whatever. Really interesting guy. But he, he'll he write these like little essays that help us on Instagram and stuff uh, that are just very stream of consciousness, poetic, yeah. sometimes prophetic feeling, like just like very interesting, thought-provoking. But he has one that the title has always stuck with me. And... Uh, the title of the kind of brief essay thing is, have you ever kissed a woman you've been in love with for 29 years? Oh. And I'm like, wow, that is such a great. That's so good. Yeah, it's such a great title. But it, it is one of those things that is immediately thought provoking for me at least. Because I'm like, yeah, like that is like so rich. You know, we we all have grown up on Disney movies or whatever, where it's like yeah. the, the first kiss romanticized head rush moment. But really, when you stop and think about life, what we all really want is, is the embrace of someone um, and, and not even just romantically, but even like in a communal sense to to live not just with someone you became best friends with yesterday, but uh, that like 30 years of, of friendship, 30 years of romance, 30 years of commitment. Yes. And I love how Proverbs is pointing to that because it's this fatherly instruction of like, this is the good lot, you know, like the, the long-term relationships, like that is what will reward you in life. And, you know, like I'm not that old, like I'm only 14 years old, Thomas. I know. Hey, (laughs) Hey, Will, happy, happy birthday month, my friend. It is my birthday month. Well, actually this is, I wasn't going to say it. This is going out on March 2nd. So, okay. But today's my birthday. So I appreciate that. Hey, happy birthday. (laughs) I wanted to say that, but but I knew it's long ago. Uh, once people hear this, but, uh, anyways, so uh, I appreciate that. I'm not very old, but one of the things that I have like begun to observe as I'm like making my way into, you know, I'm like a few years out of college, a few years into marriage, yeah, um, a few years into a career. And, you know, today you and me ate lunch with one of my best friends from college. We've been really close friends, uh, for like five or six years now, six or seven years now. Yeah. And, that is that relationship holds with Sam holds like a special value to me. And there's a special closeness purely because of time, you know, like there's this investment. And I think that's what this author of Proverbs is like getting to within the context of marriage is that there's, there's this thing that faithfulness brings. There's this thing that time brings that becomes so much sweeter than like the, the honey coated lips of adultery. And, yes. and it doesn't have a bitter end. It has a sweet end. 
And uh, I, I love that. And I, it harkens back to 15 and 16, where he's saying, he's saying, drink from your own well, basically. This idea of like a simple, wise life. You know, Proverbs is chocked full of, uh, you know, commendations to be generous and to give freely. So this is not saying like, mind your own business and make everyone else mind theirs. Yeah. But what it is saying is like, don't live a life where you are dependent and left wanting at the hands of people who don't care about you. And that's what adultery is, is like you are drinking water from someone yeah. else's cistern. But yeah. no, like live this rightly ordered life where you, where it's like self-contained and joyful. So what are you, yeah. What other thoughts do you have on that? I, I just have one more, one more thought. We, um, I was in a mentoring group with a pastor who, um, was about to retire. This is like, if you got kids in the car, just pause. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I mean, maybe not, but it, so I asked this, uh, I asked this pastor, we could ask him anything and he'd been married for a long time and he and his wife have a great relationship. And I, I asked about intimacy and I said, Hey, is it like, like less fun? You've been married a long time. And he said, you know, it was such a great answer. He said, you know, I thought it would be, hmm. he said, but it's actually gotten sweeter over time. Yeah. And I just thought, man, even the Lord in his providence is like, I will make this like wine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I will let this age well. Yeah. And so, and again, I do think it's a direct reflection of the relationship that he wants to have with us. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, it's not just, I don't just reflect on the moment I got saved and like, well, that was the pinnacle. guess it's all downhill from here. It's like, no, that was the moment I met the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. And, Every day I get to know him, it's better and better and better. Mm-hmm. And I think I think that's like a real heart behind all of this. Mm-hmm. Man, that's a good word and a good word to to land on right here at the ten minute mark. So, for the great Thomas Nelson, we've got plenty of talk of love, wisdom, and so much more ahead of Come us. On. So, for Thomas Nelson, this is Will Carlisle. We'll see you tomorrow on our daily rhythm. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404 404- 465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for our daily rhythm.